Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Thank you once again for taking a few moments to listen in today. We're going to talk a little bit today about uh, what you need to do or maybe some things you need to consider when trying to find a tax professional for your business. Wanting to make sure that you have the right person uh, to to work alongside, to to help you, to advise you, and to direct you uh, as it relates to your tax needs, your um, your accountancy needs inside of your business. And so, we're going to talk a little bit about today uh, some areas that you need to possibly consider, some areas you should probably look at, maybe some questions that you may want to ask when you're going through the process of trying to find someone. It is, uh, of course, anytime you're trying to find a professional to work with, uh, sometimes it's, it's just a, it can be a very difficult process. Many times we find ourselves, uh, you know, calling someone, calling another business owner, calling a friend. You know, hey, who do you use? Uh, I know for many of our clients, they come to us through referrals primarily, and, and most of the time, it's it just comes exactly through that. Someone looking for someone uh, who kind of knows their industry uh, and, uh, and and is responsive and is helpful and can help provide them direction and. And so that connection gets made, um, but but sometimes it's kind of like you're not you're having a difficult time finding someone, so it becomes a process of just kind of going through the phone book or looking up online, and and just saying, okay, well, you know, uh, you know, who's the person in my area that may that may be most highly recommended or whatever the case may be has good reviews, and uh, and then and then kind of go from there and 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 begin working through the process. But uh, I think maybe we need to consider maybe a few other uh, maybe questions to ask, a few other areas that we should look at and consider when we're going about trying to find a primarily a tax professional. And I'm going to kind of focus in the area of tax, although a lot of this will spill over into general accountancy as well. And so how do you go about finding a tax professional for your business? Now, I'm not talking about individuals, uh, individual uh, preparers here, uh, trying to find someone to just to prepare your tax returns. For most people, if you're listening, uh, you know, and you you just have W two income that type of thing. You really could probably just sit down and figure it out and do it yourself. It's pointless to go and pay hundreds of dollars uh, to one of these tax mills to have your return done. Um, many times you can do it yourself or find somebody small and local uh, who um, you know, who can help you and you know kind of sit down and may cost you you know one or two hundred bucks to get your return done and and uh, get taken care of. So really, kind of focusing today on finding a tax professional for your business, for your specific business. So number one, uh, I think, and most importantly, make sure that your tax preparer, your tax professional, your tax accountant is actually licensed. And uh, you know, it's just kind of one of those things that uh, sometimes you can find people out there. Oh, I've been doing returns for years, and they're kind of maybe doing it in the basement of their house, or you know, whatever the case may be, at their kitchen table, and. And um, maybe even have a small little bookkeeping office, whatever the case may be, and they they just kind of do tax returns. Now, you want to make sure that that individual is licensed. This is extremely important because there's only a few different types of people, uh, types of licensed people that can uh, that can literally represent a client in front of the IRS, and uh, that is an enrolled agent, which is actually licensed by the IRS. That's a, a CPA or certified public accountant, which is licensed by a state, and then uh, and then you can also find a tax attorney, which is also uh, licensed by uh, the IRS or a state attorney, of course, barred in the state uh, that they operate. <clears throat> so we want to make sure that that's your uh, that your uh, that your tax professional, your tax accountant is actually licensed. Now, enrolled agents are uh, are enrolled to practice in front of the IRS. They are the tax experts. They are the ones that uh, their license is specifically for tax, specifically with the IRS. And so those are the ones generally that if you're looking for someone, uh, maybe the best in the area of tax. Uh, they're going to be an enrolled agent. Uh, next is going to be a certified public accountant. Now, CPA, they can uh, they can do taxes. Uh, most of them, however, uh, focus really in, in other areas, in advisory, 
in, uh, in providing uh, audits, uh, things of that nature, and, and consulting. Um, but you can find CPAs, uh, and there are a lot of firms out there that do a very good job uh, with tax as well. Um, however, they are licensed by the state, and their, their focus may not be at all uh, on tax. Uh, we actually have CPAs as clients here at the firm level. Uh, CPAs that don't operate at all in the world of, of tax. They don't want to do their own taxes. Uh, they're investing in other things. Uh, they just don't know it, so they, they would maybe send it and, and, and do send it to, um, uh, to our firm. So uh, making sure that the individual is licensed. There's a lot of people out there right now calling themselves, you know, profit coaches or, you know, just coaches, finance coaches, business coaches, whatever the case may be. Uh, most of them are not licensed. Okay. So you want to make sure, and I'm, I'm talking even to the level of handling your payroll. Okay. So your, your payroll forms, your payroll documents, those types of things. They may be perfectly capable to do it, but guess what? If there's an issue, they can't even call the IRS on your behalf and talk and, and address and deal with the issue. Okay. So just first of all, make sure that that individual is actually licensed. Secondly, do your research. In this day and age, I mean, with the internet things going on, go and review their content. If they put out a blog, if they have a podcast, whatever the case may be. As an accountant, uh, you know, of course, I have this particular podcast and, and I have a lot of content out there. So um, you can go through and you can learn a lot about, you know, uh, my, my perspective on things and, and, uh, and, and whether or not it's kind of a, a situation where you may feel like, you know, hey, this guy is likable, somebody I feel I can work with. Okay, or you may say, okay, this guy's a total jerk. I don't think he really knows what he's talking about whatever the case may be, but go through and, and look at their content. Uh, be a little creepy, okay? Go to their, go to their social media pages. Kind of take a look and see whether or not uh, they, uh, they are the type of person that you may want to consider working with, okay? But definitely review their content. Have a blog. If they have, maybe they spoke somewhere and they, and they published it. Maybe they have articles. Um, uh, they have a podcast, whatever the case may be. Just do your research uh, and, uh, and try to learn a little bit about them before you ever even uh, pick up the phone and try to determine whether or not this is somebody who may have the knowledge that you need in your area uh, and if they uh, truly do know what they are talking about. Number three, uh, does the preparer know and use technology for productivity, accuracy, and efficiency both internally and, and externally? And so everything's going in the direction of technology. Of course, um, uh, AI is getting used more and more, but I'm kind of going on a little bit beyond that. Uh, and it becomes, I'll, I'll just give you a practical example. Uh, I get asked quite often, even here just a few days ago, uh, you know, I, I need some sort of an app or I need, uh, you know, some sort of a, some sort of direction on how to keep track of things. And so it may be keeping track of miles or uh, key, storing documents, uh, things of that nature. And then also the, the communication piece. Of course, the, the IRS until, you know, until recently, for example, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't even email back and forth with a, with a revenue officer, that type of thing. Okay. Very archaic. It becomes very difficult. And it's, it's really difficult working with the IRS because they have, their technology absolutely stinks, okay? And, uh, and so it becomes one of those situations to where it becomes very difficult to work with, it, with them. The same thing is true when it, comes to, uh, when it comes to the accounting firm that you're going to work with or the preparer you're going to work with. If you walk in and there's paper everywhere, okay, they're probably going to be very unorganized and probably not going to be very efficient or very good. And, and beyond that, they're definitely not going to be able to help or direct, uh, direct you or advise you inside of your business and how to properly keep track of things, technology that may help you become more efficient, uh, technology, the technology there to make sure the communication uh, flow is, is clear and, and also uh, efficient. So uh, kind of get a feel. I, I went through and did an audit representation here a few years back and uh, the accountant that, uh, that had prepared the return uh, just got, got in way over his, uh, his head in, in trying to do the audit representation. So uh, the, the, what's now our client at that point was not uh, it was kind of trying to find someone that knew real estate 
and it could do the audit representation. So uh, she um, so she ended up calling us and, and connecting with us. And we went to this uh, accountant, a great guy and a, probably a very good accountant, but walked in there and we sat at the, went into his conference table uh, in his uh, in his room, in his, his conference room, and he had literally piles of, uh, of papers all over his desk that we literally kind of had to move out of the way just to see each other to have a to, to have a conversation. Okay, probably not uh, the the best person to work with. They're probably not that efficient, and they definitely don't use technology. Okay, so so uh, find out the, um, uh, the the level of technology that's being used uh, because I think you'll find uh, uh, find them be a lot more helpful in the advisory end. Also, the communication becomes more efficient, the process becomes more efficient, and and generally there's a lot uh, less errors that end up getting made. Next, number four, how responsive are they to clients' needs? This is one of the top complaints that I get uh, when people call my office as it relates to why they are leaving uh, their existing accountant or why they're considering leaving. And number one is simply because they just don't ever respond. Okay. And, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I kind of understand that. Uh, there's not enough accountants out there. It becomes very overwhelming uh, trying to keep up with the emails and the phone calls and, and all the communication out there, the text messages, et cetera. Okay, um, but uh, but but there are ways to go about making sure that you can you can you know increase it. But really trying to find out how responsive are they to clients. Uh, if you know someone who happens to have used them, probably a good place to go and ask how responsive are they, uh, or simply just ask them. Okay, what 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 is a reasonable expect expectation as far as a response time uh, to an email or a phone call or an issue? Okay, and uh, so kind of understanding how re how responsive are they, or is it going to be as the case is with uh, with a number of clients that had moved to um, to our firm is they came from somewhere where they would email and be weeks before they get a response, uh, and uh, just didn't feel like they they mattered. Their issues were uh, or that their issues uh, were going to be addressed. Number five, are they able to make the complex simple? I know personally this is one area I struggle with, and that's trying to take you know some complex uh, some com complex laws, rules, uh, etc., and trying to simplify them. To, uh, to where it's understandable. I really do want uh, for our clients here at the firm level to be, to be educated. I want them to know uh, as much as they want to know, for them to understand as much as they want to, uh, they want to understand. And it really is kind of my responsibility to take some complex rules and complex laws and try to, I don't want to say dummy it down, but to try to simplify it a little bit to where, um, uh, to where it, it can be understood and executed. And so, um, uh, you know, the situation to where, you know, where you don't understand it and you're confused and you're just simply trying to operate off of, off of trust, I don't think that's the best type of relationship that, you, that, uh, uh, that can be developed uh, with your accountant. So are they truly able to make the complex simple? And, and I think probably just having a conversation or two with the individual, you'll probably be able to figure that out. But are they able truly to make the, um, the, the complex simple? Tax strategies, all this, it is extremely complicated. And uh, the more, um, I know at our firm level, the more, the larger type clients we take on, uh, the longer we've been in business, the more complex issues that we address. And uh, over the last few years, the tax rules and everything else have kind of just been changing rapidly. And so it does take a lot of work uh, to, uh, to just to keep up with it. And then, uh, but, but it's necessary, not just to keep up with it, to also be able to take some of those rules uh, and turn around and be able to help to explain to clients when they have questions. Uh, number number six, do they have a good internal culture at the firm level? And uh, so does their team support each other? And, uh, and, and it's kind of one thing uh, that uh, I think any business really should focus on, and that is culture. But what, what is their culture like? 
uh, go into their office? Does their does their team work together? Does their team uh, work together well, or is everyone kind of you know kind of siloed? You know, it's, a, it's just an office with a bunch of preparers. You know, you have your clients, I have my clients, and nobody's helping each other. Okay, uh, do they? But do they have the the kind of that culture of cohesion, that culture of cooperation, uh, because if they have that, then uh, you know if you call and you have an issue or whatever the case may be, uh, you know that uh, that at least at that the, the um, that the question's going to get to the person that it needs to get to if they can't answer it themselves. Uh, everyone is kind of on board, knowing a little bit of what's going on, uh, you know, with your account, and um, can be able to uh, to provide you some direction. Many times, those questions may be able to be be answered by anyone in the uh, in the firm level, um, or at least there's that uh, good uh, culture inside to where there's good communication there, to where the issues can get brought up, and then you can promptly get the issue addressed. So uh, do they have a good internal culture at the firm level? Number seven, are they able to deliver high quality work in a timely manner? And uh, of course, you know, tax season can be extremely difficult trying to keep up with timelines. But uh, is it, is it, uh, are they the type of firm that they're able to um, deliver it, not just timely, but also quality work? And to where uh, you feel like that that, uh, that deliverable that you're getting, uh, it, it, it's quality work. Uh, they, they know what they're doing, it's done in a timely manner, it's not kind of one of those things where you're having to call every couple of days, you know, where am I at, what's going on, you know, that type of thing. Uh, but do they truly deliver uh, good, high quality work? Do they have those processes in place to make sure that things are being looked over, quality control uh, um, procedures are being followed, and that uh, you're going to receive that deliverable in a, in a manner that's, uh, that is reasonable and timely? Number eight, do they have a network that can support? Uh, do they have a network that can support and assist both them and you for execution of strategies, processes, et cetera. This is one area where I think I've been able to deliver more value to our clients in recent years than, than maybe any other area, and that's simply network. And uh, I do a fair, amount of, a fair amount of traveling in different groups, that type of thing, through the years, and this allowed me really to, um, to connect with individuals who can really can develop uh, strategies and execute uh, strategies uh, for, for our clients to really help them save a lot of money on their taxes. And uh, that's only come through, you know, being being in certain rooms, making myself uncomfortable, uh, going and talking to people, you know, that type of thing. Uh, and and because of that, I've really built a, a vast nest network. So when you know somebody calls and you know maybe they're uh, maybe I have an idea as far as a tax strategy, uh, or somebody calls and I don't have an answer for them, I'm able to pass along the information, make a connection, and so that network is there to where uh, we're able to serve the client. Uh, and I think add value well beyond just simply the knowledge that I have. The tax code is way too complicated for someone, uh, for anyone to know it all. And, uh, and even if you could know it all, there's no way in the world anyone could, uh, could possibly execute it in a way that, uh, um, that would serve the client uh, well. So uh, understanding, you know, when you have that conversation with your client, understanding their avatar, are you the type of person that they generally work with, that type of thing. That's an important question to ask. You may even want to consider interviewing them a little bit. Saying, hey, you know, I happen to be in the real estate space, or you know, I'm a doctor, or I have a retail uh, 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 store, I have a I have a warehouse, I have a manufacturing business, I do commercial development, whatever the case may be. Simply asking them, how many of these types of clients do you have, to understand whether or not that they they know your type of business, because kind of going back to tax code is voluminous, is complex. The rules can be different depending on what industry you're in. If they have zero experience in your industry. You probably uh, don't want to work with them. They may be great people, nice, friendly, wonderful, responsive people, but if they don't know your area, uh, then you probably don't want to work with them. Uh, but if they are in your area and uh, you want to lean into them, work with them, but also uh, lean into their network as well. 
because you'll find that uh, that they'll be able to uh, connect you with people or at least go in uh, and talk to people who can help give you answers and better answers and the best answers as it may relate to your particular situation. So once again, just uh, kind of just a few items. How do you, how do you go about uh, finding a good tax professional uh, for your business? Number one, make sure they're licensed. Number two, do your research. Number three, uh, knowing if the preparer uses technology well. Number four, uh, finding out how responsive they are. Number five, are they able to make the complex simple? Number six, do they have a good internal culture at the firm level? Number seven, are they able to deliver high quality work in a timely manner? And number eight, do they have a network that can support and assist uh, both of them and yourself? Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Hopefully this podcast was enjoyable to listen to. Maybe you learned a thing or two. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing. Have a wonderful day.